0: We all carry unique histories and unseen feelings that, if acknowledged, might help us to bridge our differences. Welcome to Sidewalk Ghosts with Richard Radstone. Short, open-hearted stories that reveal the wisdom and vulnerabilities of unique strangers and confirm just how much our individual influence has upon the world we share. My best friend in the whole world since I was fourteen is a girl named Heather, and she's atheist. Um, and she and I are of the same religion is what we laugh I laugh about. I tell her this. She, you know, she of course is like I'm not a part of a religion, but I say, well, and she does agree with it, she thinks this is very endearing, but I say, your God is love. Like you're headed toward the light like that's who you are you embody all the same values and principles i do and in terms of what i'm striving for what i believe in and so we're headed the same way right like we're on the same path and i call i call that thing jesus she calls it love for humanity right um human decency um yeah just general awareness and interconnectedness right and like it doesn't really matter what name you give it or what like information you put around it and context and packaging it's the same thing you know at its core which is really cool so i believe that as people are on their journey in life if anybody ever listens to this that is someone who's in a place of doubt or just in general has maybe more of an apathy around that and hasn't had their answers that are demonstrative to them about things or in question like I would just say that there are millions and millions and millions and millions of people who can share of with deep gravitas conviction of these kinds of experiences that science really can't explain away. I've had experiences that are true miracles that no one could ever explain. And even my most intelligent friends would say, yeah, I'm, I really can't. I, can't. I can't try to address that, but I'm not going to even try to. I still don't think there's evidence of God, but I, I can't explain that. And I'm like great you know now some of them might say you made that up or you had a dream or something you ate like whatever right like they can come up with whatever explanations or they can there's there's quantum physics and string theory and other things that they might lean towards to try to extrapolate what is this thing out here but what is for sure is that um, what I know to be true and that um, no one could ever take from me is that my life is better. It's filled with more light, love, and peace when I fixate on the Savior, when I try to have a relationship with this higher power and this, as an entity, as a, as a real force in the world, and that, um, that I'm able to um, bring more light, love, and joy into the lives of others.
1: She speaks of a best friend, yet as we listen between the lines of her introduction, She guides us toward a most resolving destination, a pathway to healing she suggests, a heart-shared wisdom uniting each of us in the journey we are collectively sharing, of miracles seen and of miracles unseen, of her views of God and of the gift we each have right to receive in following the dictates of our own beliefs. And with a blend of confidence and vulnerability, she unifies who she calls the millions and millions and millions of people the diverse ones who, just like you and I, are living on the front lines of life, each one of us leaning into our individual beliefs and value systems as we listen to a voice far beyond the visible or even explainable. And as we stop to reach for its whisper, perhaps we might hear a quiet and powerful entity that carries, in the words of today's stranger, now friend, Lindsay, able to bring more light, love, and joy into the lives of others. Yet beyond my poetic introduction, Lindsay bravely steps through my romanticism as she lowers her walls.
0: I was in a lot of pain a few years ago when people would talk about the witnesses of their knowing and their knowledge and their spiritual journey. I would meet with, with uh, skepticism sometimes in my place of doubt or even who, it would remind me of like a mother who had lost a baby and someone was celebrating a baby shower. You know, it was like they're celebrating this like gift and their knowledge and their witness and I was like and I've lost my faith you know what I mean so it was like very very painful so I'm mindful of all that That I don't I don't think I did anything to deserve this experience but I definitely sought God very hard I fought tooth and nail for it and I was relentlessly seeking that relationship and I, I do know that that did not come quickly did not come when I wanted I'm glad it didn't because I can see what happened, what transpired to lay the foundation for this this experience to mean what it meant to me, but I would never trade any of it for anything.
1: Lindsay gives us permission to look into the vaults of our own pain, the freedom and courage to seek silver lining pressed down by the burdens of our own personal challenges. Yet as she does, she joins us in the task within the reach of us all.
0: We have a very, very intensely toxic situation going on that I think is, almost feels like it's by design It has so much control on us. We've created very polarizing narratives of us and them. We've othered each other to death and whether it's in politics or in religion or in race issues or in belief systems, like whatever it is, there's just such deep tribalistic stuff going on and division and the inability to see ourselves and others has created uh, devastation. Everywhere it's wreaked havoc in our own spiritual lives. And I think that if we could do anything we can to see ourselves and other people, I can't even fathom the difference of the impact that would have in a hundred years. I just even think if 1% of the planet did that, it would be radical what
1: would happen. Lindsay speaks of spiritual witness, points us toward a power higher than ourselves, shares her observations of and challenges us to lengthen our stride in contributing to this polarized world. And as I take in her history of serving the persecuted and aiding the afflicted, map her life of traveling the world, and absorb the compassion she so openly wears on her sleeves, I begin to understand the origins, actions, and resolves of what she labels running toward suffering. She explains.
0: Because of this running toward suffering work that I've chosen to do for my life, I've, I've had the honor to bear witness to some of the most unbelievable heartbreaking stories where there, it is void it, literally of any of love like that right um and that you know in some cases the people who were supposed to be their caregivers were the most horrific abusers the most devastating inhumane examples of you know of hatred and 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 lack of humanity you couldn't experience and some of these people that i know personally and them sharing their stories you just can't Fathom that that would be possible. And yet they still had these experiences with God, these people, many of them, that's that's all they had. And I almost feel like God shows up more in those situations to those people. It's like, that's kind of been my experience. There's even more so like this remarkable connection because everything else is stripped away and that's all they have. And um, I just think even if a person just like, you know, had, had just was able to witness someone else loving someone else and say, wow, that, that is truth, that is light. That's like the truth of this life, right? The rest of it's all a lie. The rest of it's, everything else is debased and untruth and less than, right? There's no deepest, darkest part of the universe that, that it, when you shine a bright a light on it, even the dimmest light that it won't pierce that darkness, right, like light will always encompass darkness. Like it is, all the darkness is is the absence of that light, right? And so I think that that is just something that I'm like, I think every human being, even those who are part, who've maybe really given into and made agreement with that darkness, I think every human being resonates and understands that and knows that because they've at some point experienced light by being in mortality. You know
1: what I mean? Hey, everybody. Thanks for being with us here on episode 46 of Sidewalk Ghosts. Today's guest, Lindsay Hadley, who's doing a lot of good works out there. And if you'd like to find out a little bit more about Lindsay and see the stuff she does, check her out at hadleyimpact.com. And to any of you who'd like to share your story through Sidewalk Ghosts, please reach out to me. It's really easy. All you have to do is go to the website, sidewalkghosts.com, navigate to the podcast page. At the bottom of that, there's that form that you can tell me a little bit about yourself. Or even more simply, just follow the links and toss me an email. From there, I'll do all I can to get you on the show. And yep, I'm still supporting Sidewalk Ghosts by myself. I get a few donations here and there. But if you really want to help me grow Sidewalk Ghosts, I need some more resources trying to turn it into a weekly podcast. And that takes a little bit of labor and time and maybe some other people to help me do that. And to those of you who have shared a little bit, you know who you are. So I don't want to embarrass you, but I want to give you this big public thank you. Let me mention one easy way to uh, donate a little bit to Sidewalk Ghosts. You can simply go to my Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Sidewalk Ghosts. I've tried to set up some fun little perks to um, make it worth your while as well as help the growth of Sidewalk Ghosts. So check it out, it's kind of fun. Also, if you'd like to sponsor Sidewalk Ghosts, please reach out to me, Uh, throw me an email, give me a call. would love to talk to you, see what we can do to grow the message and purpose of what we're doing here at Sidewalk Ghosts which is trying to get us all to look at each other a little bit differently by hearing these stories of all kinds of different diverse people. And through that, we'll look past what we see at first impression, and from there, maybe lengthen our stride in how we view and treat all those around us, no matter where we are, at work, at play, in life. It's a good thing, and I think through this, we're gonna make some sort of huge global effect if we get more and more of us behind this whole movement that we're calling Sidewalk Ghosts. And in that, please never forget, your individual impact truly does matter to someone else in the world.